Death Before Booze may discuss controversial or sensitive topics and is not appropriate for all listeners. Listener discretion is advised. Welcome to episode, episode nine, nine, Death Before Booth. I am Sam. I'm Jen. Who are you? Hi, Jen. <laughs> <sighs> All right. What are we covering today, Jen? I think what we are covering is something we'll probably cover again in the future, but um, social media. Absolutely. Social media. Some people love it. Some, some people hate it. Some people love to hate it. I think I'm one of those. <laughs> I just like the TikTok dances. I, like I like watching on the. I TikToks. can't do TikTok. That's the thing I cannot do. So. <laughs> so what's new, Jen? What's new in your world? How's life going? Life's going. Life's going. <laughs> it's you know what this has been. This has been a lot of fun. Um, we're getting a lot of new listeners, which is exciting. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> this is. I'm drinking my um, Pink Whitney today. So I I did not pull this out the drinks today. Whitney. Oh yeah, I like the bottle. I remember that bottle. Yeah. So what are you talking about today? (sighs) All right. All right. I go first today. And when we talk about social media, I picked an actual app. Okay. So I picked this thing. It's called Ranzanautica. Have you heard of this? I have not. I'm intrigued. Okay. Yes. So Ranzanautica, um, let me give you a little background and then I'll tell you how it works. This is how we're, we're doing this. So I'm going to give you a little bit of background. I'm going to tell you how it works. I'm going to give you some tips that the website gives you and then also their quote unquote rules that they give you. And then I'm going to tell you a couple of stories that I just thought were cool or creepy. Okay. Cool. Cool? Cool, cool. Okay. So Rantanatica, 29-year-old circus performer Joshua Langfelder discovered a bot called Fathom Project in a French science chat group on Telegram in January of 2019. Huh. Okay. Circus performer. The New York Times says he absorbed the project's theories about how random exploration could break people out of their predetermined realities and how people could influence random outcomes with their minds. So it's a lot of chaos theory. Like, remember in um, Jurassic Park where what's-his-face Jeff Goldblum has, like, his hand and he does the drop of water and then he does the drop of water. He's like, well, it won't go the same way and that's chaos theory. Right. So they're okay. using a lot of that basic, like, this. if this is your path, you can always change your path. And by doing something like this, it opens your mind to change your path. And because it's random, we'll get there, I promise. Okay. Okay. So Randonautica, the app, was launched February 22nd, 2020, okay. founded by Auburn Cicado and Joshua Linkfelder. The app um, is claimed to be inspired by chaos theory and guide to boards theory of derive. It offers its users three types of coordinates to choose from, an attractor, a void, or an anomaly. Okay. Okay. It's an app that sends users to randomly generated set of nearby coordinates asking adventurers to set out with a goal in mind. Okay. So basically you would go, you would think to like, you'd open the app and be like, I want 
to do something with money. Like I want to find some way to make money. I want money to come my way. And you like manifest that. And then it gives you a set of coordinates. And then by car or walking, I think you said it in there. If like, you know, you want a drivable or walkable, whatever it is, you then go to those coordinates and something there is supposed to have to do with whatever you manifested. Okay. Um, now there's, um, in my head, it's like either it works or because of the way the human brain works, like you make what, like a matrixing type thing, you see what you want to see, or you, you know what I'm saying? So like you get to the place and like, you know, somebody drew a dollar sign on the wall. Like, did it take you to the dollar sign or do you see the dollar sign so plainly because that was your intent when you went, you know what I'm saying? Right. No, I know what you're saying. So it's a little bit, it's a little bit of both those things. Um, so the app has a cult following currently, and it really picked up in July of 2020 when the COVID restrictions started to lift in the United States. So it had 10.8 million users in July of 2020, and it was this huge blowout thing on TikTok and YouTube. Everybody was like, let's go randonauticking or whatever it is. Um Randonautica has also received allegations that the app is used for human trafficking. Um, The creators obviously deny that, saying that the data collected from the app is absolutely anonymous. So, like, whatever the app does, it doesn't say, okay, Sam is going here right now. Right. And then, like, the map will follow you. Like, it doesn't do anything like that. It just gives you coordinates. It doesn't really track where you went in a bigger like it will in your little app but like on a bigger picture they're like like it's all anonymous on the bigger picture side of it um they also ensure that the app is not designed to violate religious customs saying that the app is simply a tool like a knife can be used either to prepare dinner or to cut somebody that is their quote unquote you know i mean it's a pretty good analogy so yeah yeah i mean it makes it very plain for you. Yeah. Like, this is what it is. The web the website says Ransonautica is a tool created to enhance the human experience with novelty by mindfully exploring the world, the interconnectivity of the universe, and to test the hypothesis that human consciousness can influence the distribution of random numbers through mind-matter interaction, or MMI. So, again, this is that, are you manifesting it, or are you matrix, like, are you just seeing what you want to say, you know, right. it's just trying to make you step out of your comfort zone and do something different. But how that different actually happens is like, I don't know. So now here we go. The nine tenants of random nodding. Number one, seeing in the dark dedication to exploring the uncertainty of blind spots in the world around us. So again, getting you out of your comfort zone, go do something different. Um, number two, venture mindfully, paying attention, practicing safety and situational awareness. So don't just go out with a blind eye. Make sure like you're paying attention to your surroundings. Right. You know, you're supposed to be learning something from this experience, not just acting the fool. Yeah. Number three, be sincere. Show compassion and willingness to understand oneself and one's community. So don't go out being an asshole thinking this is all about me. Like you're supposed to be learning about yourself and the world around you while you're doing this. Again, opening new doors for yourself, trying to find something better for you or whatever. Be luminous in thought and strive to radiate a positive mindset. So... If you if you go out looking for negative, just like anything, like when you first meet a person, if you go into it looking to find the negative, you're always going to find the negative, just like you will always find the positive. Right. So 
value in her life, appreciation towards the self as the catalyst for an effect on the external environment. So you're doing this for yourself to make yourself better, to learn something. Again, just very positive energy. Um, number six, bridge cultural gaps. Share experiences to assist in understanding the beauty of shared global consciousness. Be a good person and good things come back to you. You know, just be nice, be understanding, have empathy. That makes sense. The same shit we tell you to do every yeah, fucking just, week, go do just that. Just be a good fucking yeah. person. It's not that it's hard. It's not that bad. I guess for some people it is. <laughs> but the people who it's easy for, just be nice. <laughs> Number seven, transform and shift. Curiously test the theory of quantum randomness, randomization, randomization, and the possibility to change a life path or shift into new, better space and time. So just be open to change. Number eight, bring a trash can, be a uh, trash bag, be respectful of the environment. Always leave the place you traveled better than where you were before. I like that one. That makes one. sense. And synchronicity. Driving into randomness to find connections and meaning for both the individual and the community using serendipitous occurrences to guide you on your path. So again, you're going to get out of this what you put into it. If you're putting something positive and you're like, I want to see a good deed happen and then you see... Like you end up on a corner and magically at the same time, some little Cub Scout is walking some old lady with her dentures falling out of her mouth across the street. <laughs> it is synchronicity. It is serendipitous. But you found your good yeah. in the world. So it's all happy. See, we, we band-aided it. We got there. All right. So here are your rules for being a responsive, a responsible randonaut. Because that's what you're called. You're a randonaut. Um, number one, never, ever trespass onto private property we period are period serious period in all caps get as close to the point as you're comfortable without trespassing onto private property never enter someone's backyard without permission never enter privately marked wooded or commercial areas trespassing onto private property is a direct violation of the user agreement for randonautica owners and law enforcement will see the user as liable for trespassing or damages not randonautica Big, big letters do not trespass. I don't know why we have to say this. People should just fucking know. If it ain't yours, don't go there. Yeah, it, it's a hard concept for some people, But people though. need to be told. So, yeah. It was rule number two. Never go near train tracks, railways, or restricted electrical power zones. Another one. Duh. Duh. Additionally, old structures, houses, buildings should be avoided entirely. The structural integrity can be jeopardized due to deterioration. Don't go into old abandoned places that look like they should be condemned because they probably are condemned and you can die. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. Um, number three, only adventure during the day. Do not go out at night. The human mind is not trained for uncertainty and traveling to totally randomized, randomized set of coordinates requires you to over observe your surroundings and practice situational awareness. So if you're randonauting, super cool, go do you, do it during the day so that way you are aware of your surroundings, you know what's going on. Um, this is enough, number four, again, with like the garbage man pickup litter. Leave the environment better off than when you arrived. Bring a trash bag. Not only will you help Mother Nature by picking up litter, sometimes the trash can have unique and meaningful information to you. So I don't know. Interesting. Maybe it's like, hey, stop being a trash person. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Always randonaut with a charged phone. I wonder how many fucking idiots went out with like 20% battery. I was like, I can't wait to go into the woods and oh then they get lost. Oh my God. So another one that's kind of duh. Yeah. Yeah. Thank you. Be smart. Charge your phone or bring a car charger. GPS can drain your battery and you are very likely to be in an unfamiliar area. Mm -hmm. 
because that's the whole point of this app yeah. is to go out of your comfort zone, learn new things about you and your environment. And yeah. Number six, keep a positive mindset. What you think you observe, which is exactly what we were just talking mm-hmm. about. Negative intentions are highly discouraged. The Randonautica app was created to bring joy, peace, and love to curious explorers all over the world. Be sure to review the nine tenets of the Randonauts here before embarking on your journey. So again, be positive, be happy, go to do good in the world and the world will do good back. Sounds good. Um, Go on the journey with a friend or small group. I mean, these are just basically like when you're a teenager going to the mall rules now. Like, you know, right, make sure your exactly. phone's charged, you can call your mom, yeah. make sure you have a friend. Do not venture into areas outside of your comfort zone. So basically this one is more if you know you're ending up in a bad part of town or you see a place where you know you shouldn't be, don't go. You know, use common sense is what it says. Um, Number nine. Is this the No, I have ten. Number nine. Always use common sense when it comes to your personal physical limitations. Mm -hmm. Don't go thinking you can jump over a fence if you can't, if you've never done it. Like me, I will never jump over a fence. It's just not in my makeup. It's not something I'm going to do. So, mm, no. And finally, number 10, enjoy the whole journey, not just the point. Get as close to the point as you're comfortable with, but know the journey is sometimes the more meaningful experience. Okay. So now the main question, how do I set my intention? Because that's what we've talked about this whole time. You're setting an intention to go to a spot, and these are all the things to do while you're doing that. So this is what the website says. Quote, just think about what you want to find and generate a point. The thought process itself should influence the generation process. Therefore, it is not necessary to enter an intention into the application. So think it and it'll happen. Yeah. Okay. So, yeah, just think about what you want to find and generate a point. You don't have to write it down or anything like that. It just reads your mind because of your intentions. Your intentions. Huh. Okay. Fun, right? Okay. So now we're at the good part. We're at the Randonautica experiences. So some of these I have found on Reddit. Some of these were, you know, TikTok or whatever. Reddit's so, always a toss-up. You're not sure what you're going to get when you get at Reddit. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm always like, oh, let's see. So, okay. Randonautica experience. So the first one. So this may be a coincidence, maybe not, but me and my friends this past weekend decided to do some Randonautica. Me and my friends both collect vacuums, so my friend's girlfriend set the intention of finding a heady vacuum as they don't have one yet. Like, I guess this is their collection. Why do you collect vacuums? Was there an explanation, or was it just we collect vacuums? Like... It, it's just yeah no they didn't explain okay, i'm just i'm trying to you know what because they thought they thought all other collections sucked uh. <laughs> oh my god oh, i can be a dad please please don't shut it off please keep listening i swear it's good jen i bet i bet jen's segment is so much better than mine don't go anywhere i'm almost oh, done stop. <laughs> I just like the, oh my God. All right. I just couldn't, sorry. I just had to ask about the vacuums. I'm sorry. I was just, yeah, I thought that was a little weird too. I was like, okay. I mean, everybody has their hobby. Uh-huh. So, mm-hmm. okay. Sure. So the location was rough, was a rougher area, about 15 minute drive away from where we started. And when we arrived, it's a place me and my other friends have been multiple times before. 
before when we go for a drive. We always have done multiple randonauts, but never had a location here. So when we arrived, I said, oh, this is where me and my friend Emily have been loads of times. It's quite a possibility due to the roughness of the area. So we drive a little bit further down the road from the pin on the map. And quite shockingly, I spot the bottom bucket of a heady vac in a pile of of loaded rubbish that was really strange. Thought someone might appreciate it. May have been a coincidence, but I've had a few other success in the past. So now I'm a believer. So basically they thought about getting a vacuum. They wanted a specific vacuum for their collection. And when they went on their thing, wherever they ended up, they found the bottom part of the exact vacuum that they, they were, were looking, looking for. for. Okay. I mean, all yeah. right. That's pretty, like, yeah, that's pretty cool. These are going to get progressively worse. Okay. So this one is, um, it's a picture of a street sign. Okay. And it says Betty and drive on the street sign. Okay. The intention was a sign from my late grandmother and coordinates took me to this point. My grandmother's name was Betty Ann. And she showed up on Betty and Drive. Ooh, see, that's that's she, really cool. That's a cool I like one, that right? One. Okay. So the next one is first time randonauting intentions was something cool. What they found was a school bus that had the S and the H scra- <laughs> like scraped off. So it says cool, cool bus. bus. It. Like I, it's on the it's on our website. Like oh all these pictures God, you can I go to um, deathbeforebooze.com and see it underneath. So, okay. um, the pictures cool. of all this are there, right? That's like different. That's different. Um, so this one says, set the intention of the meaning of life. We were brought here and it's a brick wall where somebody spray painted, be happy on it with a palm tree. Oh. Like, I don't know if you can see it there, I, but yeah. I love that. So, that's great. Yeah. Okay. Cool. So this story. I like that. Yeah. Right. This one, um, this one's called random coffins. So this was the one from Reddit. Oh no. Um, for some unknown reason, Rananautica keeps sending people to spots in the middle of nowhere with inexplicable empty coffins just laying there. Seriously, we found half a dozen examples with a simple video search. In the attached video, one YouTuber stumbles across a single coffin in the woods, which should be frightening enough. An even scarier example comes from TikTok Crix.Cs.Ghost, who filmed his Rananautica trip that led him to a field full of coffins. Some even sported inward-facing stakes, which never exist with good intentions in mind. The sheer amount of coffins some of them cut customized with those stakes makes it hard to believe that this video was eerily faked. What? So people are just going around and finding random fucking... Now, it, yeah. was their intention to find something creepy? Because maybe that's... I mean, that's what I think it was. They didn't say what the intention was, but basically this one is just saying people go out. And, and just like find, find coffins. coffins like that's just yeah like it's more prominent than other things that are found it's coffins okay i mean i guess <laughs> i guess yeah all right so this what i'm about to tell you now is like the big story about randonautica so okay. this happened um in june of 2020 right when the big craze was hitting mm-hmm. for this um, and this was all over i you're i'm gonna start telling you you'll be like oh yeah i definitely heard this so in June 2020, a small group of teenagers in Seattle found a suitcase containing human remains near a shoreline after a popular smartphone app, Randonautica, prompted them to explore the area. The TikToker post by YouTube Ugg Henry on June 20th shows 
a group of friends on a beach in Seattle who stumble upon a black suitcase that looks like it washed up on some rocks. I saw this video. It's kind of creepy. And they're all kind of laughing, having a good time. You know, they think it's full of money. They're like, oh, what do, what did we get here? It must be money. It's never this is money. so great. It's never money. It's never money. It's never money. It's never a dead body. And it's never money. Um, so one girl opens the top using a wooden stick. like, And you see a black filled bag. And as soon as it opens, like they all start to freak out because you can smell it. Like they're oh, all like, oh, my God, this no. smells horrific. Yeah. Oh, Disgusting. Blech. Disgusting. So they call the police and police cops, everybody, uh, fire department, everybody shows up and it becomes a, you know, murder investigation. Uh, and of course they have to get interviewed now. And they're like, I was just using yep. the app. Uh, yeah, we were looking for money. I don't know. <laughs> so the Seattle police later confirmed the contents inside the suitcase were human remains and said investigators had found several other bags in the area that were also body parts. What the f- yeah, so the local news outlet King 5 reported the remains belonged to 35-year-old Jessica Lewis and 27-year-old Austin Winner. Both died on June 16th from multiple gunshot wounds. And we do know this. I'm going to give you the whole story. So, quote-unquote, police responded after receiving a call of a suspicious bag on the beach. Another bag was located in the water. Once the contents were determined to be remains, detective responded to begin their investigation. Randonautica told BuzzFeed News it was shocked at the very unfortunate coincidence, which is true. I, oh. Yeah. Continuing the quote, our first reaction was to reach out to the teenagers to make sure they were doing all right. We sent a message letting them know the intention of Randonautica is not to find something disturbed like this. Disturbing like <laughs> They're this. They're like, that's great. Yeah, we're never no using shit. this again. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I, I won't. I'm, I won't, be, I'm done I won't be doing this again. Yeah. Okay, so there has been an update to this case as of April of 2023. Okay. So police investigate into the murders were led to the couple's landlord, Michael Dudley. Prosecutors charged Dudley with two counts of murder in the second degree on August 24th, 2020, after the police investigation determined Dudley shot Winner and Lewis to death on June 9th of 2020 in a home they rented the upstairs bedroom from. Likely they had not paid for rent and potentially bringing in other criminal activity. So according to the King County prosecutor, Dudley dismembered Winter and Lewis and attempted to hide them in two different waterways. This is a quote from the King County um, prosecutor. The atrocities inflicted on the bodies of the victims after their murder has greatly increased the anguish and suffering of their families. No shit. Uh-huh. Yeah, I would say. Y- y- you think? I would think so. All right. So on, on June 9th, Michael Dudley made the choice to kill, dismember, and dispose of my son and Jessica's bodies, changing our lives forever, said Charlene Kierens, Wenner's mother at Dudley's sentencing hearing. Okay. The King County Superior Court sentenced to the land, uh, to the Burian landlord convicted of murder of his two tenants to 46 years and eight months in prison. At 65 years old, the sentence will likely serve as a life sentence for Michael Dudley. A jury trial convicted Dudley of four counts of murder in the second degree on December 8th, 2022, at the conclusion of the trial beginning September 13th. The court vacated two of four of Dudley's convictions at the sentencing hearing on April 7th, 
The sentence serves as a conclusion to the nearly three-year case. Dudley's lawyers filed for an appeal after Dudley's sentencing to the Washington State Court of Appeals. So they they are appealing, but motherfucker killed two people because they, you know, didn't pay their rent. And then he chopped them up, put them in bags, and then these poor teenagers were out having a good time, you know, tired of being stuck inside from the pandemic and found two dead bodies. I mean, also, let's be honest, around that time, because of the pandemic, a lot of people were not able to pay their rent because they were not getting paid. So you mm-hmm. you not you could have, again, been an asshole and thrown them out. Why would you? Why? 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 And now those kids forget it. even allowed to throw them out. I, yeah. I think there yeah. was a certain those kids, time like, when you were able to. Um, but I mean, a lot of the landlords were assholes and just oh, threw people okay. out anyway. But those kids, like, legitimately are never going to use that app again. And they're going to be terrified that no matter what kind of a bag they find, they're going to have, like, like PTSD. Like, I would. I yeah, would never open a bag that like that. Say again. something, say something yeah. tattooed yep. on their fucking mm-hmm. arm. Absolutely. Holy shit. Yeah. That's, that's, oh my gosh. So this. <laughs> That was, like, the big story that made me want to cover this because, like, I remember that happening and being, like, holy shit. Like, I I remember seeing that TikTok years ago and then, like, I watched it again and was, like, ooh, that's freaky. Um, so the final one, this one's kind of funny. So, like, I wanted to bring us up a little bit. <laughs> From that. Yeah. I jokingly use the intention of hot local singles in my area and it pings right between three bars on Main Street to our neighbors. I got there and realized the point is directly on top of a dumpster and had a good laugh about how whatever force was behind it all was calling me trash. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. Oh my God, I fucking love it. I love it. it. I'm trash. Yeah, I get it. Could you imagine? I want hot singles. So it's like like, when you're you're looking at it on the map, it like... When you look at it on the map, there are three neighborhood bars. Like, there's, like, one club and, like, two neighborhood bars. But the pin is actually on, on the, the dumpster tops. behind all three. Like, yeah, you're here's, trash. Here's. Off. I love that. Yeah. <laughs> welcome. Welcome to your new home. I, trash. I love that. I love it. <laughs> Jump in. <laughs> it would have been even funnier if somebody had written on the dumpster for a good time call <laughs> and put, like, a phone number. <laughs> you know? How good would that have been? That would have just made oh this. Oh, my God. Um, Yeah. So anybody who wants to go random nodding, uh, the coordinates are random. So it's up to the user's responsibility to adventure safely. So go do your thing. Have a great time. Only set good intentions. And what did we learn? Be a good human. I Thank mean, just be nice. Thank you for learning about randonautica. <laughs> just be nice. Just be nice. Just, just. Just be nice. Do it. Do it. Just be nice. Oh my god! It's be a good person. Like, like, I just think that like this is a really neat idea. Like, I like the idea mm-hmm. of being like, "Hey, go outside and touch grass," because a lot of this generation doesn't do stuff like that. It's just a toss-up. You don't know what you're gonna get. So that's also what's scary. It's one of those things. If you go into it thinking I want to do something spooky and scary, like you're right. going to scare yourself because you're already in that mindset. If you're going to like get out of your own head for the me- right. meditation of it, you'll find something that gives you peace. Like it really. But is the that kids type of went thing. to find something cool, right? That was what their intention was to go out and do something fun. 
And I don't think finding a dead body is fun. I think it was something with money. I don't think that's that finding a dead body is fun. Like, I don't think it's fun. Could you imagine? No. If we went reins and nodding (laughs) and like we had this idea and we found something terrible. I'd be like, God damn it, Jen. What did you do now? (laughs) That's that's good. I like I never heard of the app. Um, I feel like I've heard of that case, Mm -hmm. like with the, the bodies and the. Yeah, I feel like I briefly, but that's that's crazy. I like the idea. I I do. It's, oh my god! So I'm gonna bring the okay, girl. I'm gonna bring the party down a little bit now. But this was, I listened to this on one of the podcasts I listened to, um, but it's interesting. And I, I put a couple pictures up on um, the website so that you can kind of see the certain things. <laughs> Okay. So I'm ready. That was just I'm lemonade. Just, that was just <laughs> I'm drinking pink Whitney, which is pink lemonade vodka with pink lemonade. So don't think I'm just pouring more, more vodka, vodka on vodka. On I, vodka on vodka. I'm not that bad of an alcoholic, I promise, <laughs> Mom. So Chandler Halderson is twenty three years old. Oh Chandler. Um we don't particularly <clears throat> like him though, so it's fine. Um he was enrolled in Madison College. Okay, we don't like him. And he was set to have a job, like an internship at SpaceX. That's what he told his parents. And SpaceX, like Elon Musk type of thing. So you're like, whoa, he's got some pretty cool things going. Okay. In the meantime, before this story in particular, he had some medical concerns because a couple weeks prior, he had fallen down stairs and hit the front and the back of his head. So he had a concussion. But he needed to, like, stay in, like, a neck type of wrap. And he was on medication because, again, like, that he took a pretty big tumble. So, like, so he's all right. July 2021. So this is recent. Chandler had was told by his parents, Bart and Krista, that they were going to go over the long um, Fourth of July weekend. They were going to go to their cabin, which was normal because it wasn't Mm. unusual for them to go. Um, And again, Fourth of July weekend, like that's that's cool. So mom and dad are like, hey, we're taking a trip up in the woods. Exactly. We're taking a trip. Totally fine. Um, No big deal. So the the cabin actually is um, I put the picture up on there. It's a little cute little log cabin type of thing. It's adorable. I love it. Krista, however, the Friday that they were supposed that they took off and he said that they started to go was a no no call, no show to work. Her co-worker, Daniel Kroeninger, went to the house on Friday because he's like, this is not like Krista, where she's just not going to not call that she's going to whatever. So he went to the house, noticed both of their cars were in the driveway. Okay, so again, very odd. He gets to the back door and he knocks on the door. He's kind of looking around and Chandler opens the door. He's like, hey, so um, do you know where your parents are? And he said, yeah, they went to the cabin this weekend. And Daniel was super like, oh, thank God, because they hitchhike. Well, that's what he asked. He said, well, that's Boy, great get there. According to Chandler, he says another couple that he does not know picked them up. Yeah, he was like, that's fine. Um, that's at least you've heard from them. He said that there again an emergency that they had to go up to the cabin for, which again, it could be anything. If you're maintaining a cabin, it could be I no, I see your face and I totally get it, but I don't know. I don't I don't own a cabin. Um, How would they know if there was an emergency? Is somebody else live in this cabin and like do they have neighbors? 
Sounds like if you have a cabin in the woods, like, you know, you're kind of remote. People yeah. aren't exactly looking at your cabin when you're not there. You know what? That's a really good question, Sam. I think that I see your I see your thought process and I'm with you on that. So <laughs> you already told me I don't like him. So this is why I'm like, yeah, you're, I don't you're like, like your I'm story. Suspicious. And we're not even at the good part. I'm suspicious of you That's already. Suspicious. You dipshit. You dipshit. So like. Um, so Daniel again like you. was relieved that Chandler had heard from them but he continued to check oh. in throughout the weekend because again he was close with Krista and he knew what kind of a person she was so the fact that she did not call to say hey I'm going to be away this whole weekend and probably Monday because again it's a long weekend it was a little unheard of so he continued to text Chandler Chandler said and this is this what got me they don't always get service. They have to wait until the clouds clear before they get a message. What the fuck does that mean? What the hell does that mean? Wait. Do they have a fucking wait until the cloud- a weird antenna wait. on like the tube TV? <laughs> wait until the clouds clear. Like, are they holding like cellophane? The- Oh my god! Do they have to like have the the metal helmet on to get these messages? And like, like I don't move understand. the antenna. Like <laughs> stop. Yes, like they have the one guy who's like holding the top of the TV and the antenna up here so they can get like the the, the big football game. Like, is that what's happening? That's literally what I thought. Like, I don't of, understand. I was like, I get that again. And in the woods, I get it, there's not a lot of service yeah. and it's spotty. But to it's say patchy, yeah. But to say you have to wait until the, the clouds cloud. clear. Are we suspicious of him at all? Because why is he so invested in this bitch? Like, she's married. She has a kid. She's allowed to have friends. Like, who are you, like, checking up on her? Unless he was suspicious of the son right off the bat. Is that what happened? I think he was a little concerned about the son, too. They're, okay. they're close friends. Like, he's friends with the family. So it makes sense that he was like, all right, I'll check in. But also, Chandler still had that head injury. So... The, he was also being checked on by neighbors. Okay. So that could have possibly been um, okay. motive So everybody, w- okay, that makes a little bit more sense. Right. Like, okay. And then he said, you know, they told me to check in with the neighbor because he's on the medication. He's still recovering from the head injury. So it makes sense. Um, well, now um, it got to be Tuesday. And she was a no-call, no-show Friday, Monday, and Tuesday. So, oh, see, now, now I feel we're like, concerned. Um, the really interesting thing was the older brother, Mitchell. Now, Mitchell lives with his fiance. They don't live with the parents. Chandler does. Mitchell okay. was never told by his parents that they were going for the weekend to this cabin. So he was kind of like, okay. huh, um, usually mom and dad would let me know. So when this whole thing, when Tuesday came around... Daniel went back to Chandler and was like, you're going to make a missing persons report because this is a problem because you haven't heard from them. So it wasn't until this coworker, this family friend was like, do this, that the son was like, okay. So this is another thing that you're like, okay. "Mm." So after Chandler finally put the report in, a couple of cops went up to the cabin and actually his older brother Mitchell with his fiance went for um, a walk. And there's actually on one of the podcasts. Oh, good. Yes. They have the um, the body cam audio of like the cops talking to Mitchell. Mm-hmm. And there's you hear the like the crunching of the leaves and they're walking around. When they went in the cabin, they were searching around. Nobody's answering. It was extremely clear that nobody had been there for a while. This wasn't something that had been disturbed. So the parents never went there. So they didn't go to the cabin? No. 
So then who are the friends? Oh, this motherfucker. Oh, this motherfucker. <laughs> so. Oh, no. Fuck him. Meanwhile. Oh, no. Meanwhile. Chandler is playing the, the doting Why? son at home. He's going to all his neighbors. He's going door to door to his, his neighbors and saying, hey, do you guys have the ring footage from your cameras? And there's oh, hilarious okay. pictures of him like going like, because he's asking for, you know, does anyone have any you know leads or anything? Do you have any ring footage? And of course, a couple of the neighbors he got, it doesn't get very far into the street. So even if they could see, they it wouldn't be able to catch like the car or whatever. Yeah. Um, but also the other thing was it wasn't until the cops said, you know what? Maybe you want to check with your neighbors for the ring footage. It seemed like Chandler was like totally fine with just being like, huh, I don't know what happened. Like, and he would just sit there like until someone was like, hey, y- y- your parents are missing. Right. So like, I don't know. You're a grown <laughs> ass. Do something man. about it. I mean, again, you live with your parents. So like, I don't know. You'd think that Find there them? would be interruption, give a fuck. right? How about you give a fuck? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So the police searched the house because they were like, let's see. Um, let's search around, see what we can find. Again, he showed them the text messages from his mom. He, The mom had left a note about checking with the neighbors. So the text messages were real? Like he wasn't just making up fake text messages for the guy? How is this all fitting in? Oh, I'm freaking out. I'm freaking out. Keep going. I'm sorry. I'm spiraling. I'm getting sweaty. Keep going. I'm sorry. So the police looked and there's this little fireplace in their living room type of area. And they found some some blood stains there. And Chandler says, oh, you know what? That broke a couple days ago. And it actually I have a cut on my foot from that because I I ended up. Show me. Well, they he did. There was like glass that he had to take pull out of his foot. So he would wrap oh everything else. But he said, yeah, no, that happened a couple days ago. My dad was home at that point and he was really pissed off about the glass um, all over the place. And like he ended up cleaning it, whatever. Okay. They were kind of suspicious, but not enough <laughs> to push it forward. But friends of the family told police they actually noticed that Chandler had gone to a rural property. Um, around July 8th, after the disappearance was already noted. They see him and they're like, hey, are you all right? Like, is is everything okay? Because he kind of seemed a little off. He said no, because he was having trouble reading words and numbers due to his head injury. Okay. Which, okay. Yeah, that that checks. Honestly, yeah. So he asked, hey, um, you know, it's July. Can I use your pool? And they go, yeah, no problem, sure, whatever. They're family friends. Cool, fine. Yeah, absolutely. The friend noticed that Chandler was gone for an hour to an hour and a half. The pool was completely covered, intact, like he hadn't opened it at all, and he wasn't wet. So he what a fucking so idiot. He didn't use Cover your tracks. The pool. They also the pool. observed him walking towards the back of the shed area of this particular rural area, just outside their property. Um, just behind the shedded area. They didn't see what he was doing. They didn't really know, but they know, noted that he was there. And they kind of said to the cops, this was kind of weird. Okay. Noted. Okay. They searched the area and they found parts of his father's body. Parts? What parts? 
Um, when you say parts, mm-hmm. parts, parts, yeah. like a femur, like a like a like a head, like an ear. What is what is the? Do I want to know? I don't think I want to know. Parts. Where's his mom? Or his mom is parts. I don't like this. I'm getting sweaty again. Keep going. <laughs> I just love it. You're like I'm. I don't like I'm it. I'm getting so sweaty. Sorry. Um. So. Dad's body was found soon. exactly the same area where he happened to be kind of like mulling around. They took the body out of the woods and they found that he had two um, gunshot wounds in the back of his head. So that was the cause of death. No. Okay. So then they go back to the house because they're like, you know, if it, clearly there's a connection between him being here. Um, they ended up going back to the house and they found bone fragments in the fireplace. So the... <gasps> no! How'd they get there? You're gonna tell me I'm a fucking idiot. Oh my god, keep going. Investigators also talked to Chandler's girlfriend, Kat. And this is the Somebody's dating him. Re- I know. He's living with his mom. It doesn't matter that you're living with your mom if you're a terrible human being like this asshole is. Like I don't think I can like, you know. I guess at 23, I, was I still, I, I, might have I was still living with my, with my parents at 23 because I was still in college. Like I was in grad school. So like I couldn't afford we're, shit. We're millennials. We, um, we can't afford we shit. Never... <laughs> Chandler's girlfriend was questioned by the police and she gave them access to her phone because she said, yeah, sure. You could oh, check whatever. Nice. Yeah. So Chandler had a history of cheating. Dick. Mm. Fucking hate him. So Kat was not pleased with that so what she did apparently there is a way to track and locate somebody on snapchat yeah it's not a thing because i remember because we're on social media like all the instas and shit they would like um screenshot and like somebody would be like sitting in the middle of the ocean they'd yep. be like bro you good remember yep. that yep like, yo, so, Nicole, why are you out in the middle of the Long Island are you, Sound? Are you good? Are you, you good, bro? Are you you good? In the middle of the ocean? Going for a swim? In the middle of volcano? <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing that and being like, what the? But again, yeah, I don't use Snapchat either. So I was like, huh, I didn't realize you could locate people through Snapchat. So now that the that cat had given them access to her phone and she can locate Snapchat. Chandler on his Snapchat. So they look back at her history and they saw that Chandler happened to be in another rural area around July 3rd near the Washington River. So he was hanging out and you can kind of see because they had um, screenshots of it on the internet. So if you look it up or again, just go to our blog and you can see it. There's little Chandler and he's in the middle of this rural area. So they go, huh? All right. So he was here because it tracks him. So they went to that rural area and they found mom. Unfortunately, mom was <gasps> was no, mom! Yeah. 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 Was she all cut up too? No. Uh, oh, thank God. It's interesting because when they did the autopsy on mom, they couldn't really peg down a cause of death. But I'm thinking because, again, it's July. And by the time that they did end up finding her, the decomposition was kind of a little sketch um, because of the hot weather and stuff. So <laughs> our friend Chandler here. I hate I fucking hate him. Chandler He's not my friend. He, your friend. was. Fuck that guy. I'm going to put his fucking face in the fireplace. So he was. 
do you like it? <laughs> Fuck you. <laughs> um, he was arrested oh and charged with two counts of first degree intentional homicide, providing Good. false information to the police and obstructing an officer, mutilating Fair. a corpse and hiding a corpse. So that's a lot of shit. They did a full hmm. search of the house once he was arrested, and they found traces of blood in the basement. And if you look, I actually saw the picture. They did a, a luminal light. For... Is that what that picture was? Yeah. <gasps> it's insane. Oh so he thought he was pretty clever and cleaned up, but you can't hide shit from that. Like, you can't hide you blood. Can't, you no. can't clean everything. No. You cannot clean everything. And and Mr. Like, and then burn the oh, I got hurt. Um, there. That's why there's blood on the carpet. And that, like, sure, he probably did cut himself, but like, oh, we don't know did when he cut himself on purpose. We don't oh. that. We don't know. So, on top of that, they looked in further into the fireplace, and they found at least two hundred bone fragments, including what? Yeah. What? 200? There's only 100-something bones in your fucking body. How do you have 200 bones in there? No, fragments? So, like, somebody took a vertebrae and broke it, and it was just all... Nope, I'm out. (laughs) Yep, 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 yep. I'm out. Yeah, that's... Put this on Zillow Gone Wild. Here's the the fireplace where they burned the bones. Could you imagine? I would never buy buy that. I would never fucking buy that house. I'd be like, get out of town. I would never buy this house. Because anything I found in that fireplace after that, I'd be like, I "I can't. I can't. So the bone fragments that were found included facial, knee bones, and pieces of skull. Uh Uh-uh. Fuck that. So now it was never really determined, like, what how this went on because Chandler didn't admit to this whole thing. Um, I hate him. Oh no. Wait till I get to the motive because then we're really going to hate him. He actually had a motive. Okay. I'm ready. So I'm sweating. It turned out Chandler flunked out of college semesters ago. What happened to SpaceX? Elon Musk. We're going to be Biffles. So he continued to lie about the enrollment. He actually even created fake school emails um, so that when prompted, when his parents were like, hey, don't you have class? He'd be like, oh, yeah, check it out. This is the professor said that whatever. Now, the emails, this is the best part. And this is why I just. Oh, Oh my God. Is it like at Wisconsin Madison dot edu at dot com at dot ca? It's at gmail.com. There was no. (laughs) Isn't it great? Isn't it the fucking greatest? You're like, you're a fucking idiot. (laughs) English professor at gmail.com. Science professor at gmail.com. Basically. Criminal justice professor at you. Chandler's teacher at (laughs) Madison, Wisconsin at gmail.com. Like, yeah, pretty much. So he would say to his parents, this is what I got. They actually have examples. So I put those up there, too, just to show. Because, again, you can't. And once the college, the college people went on the stand to testify, they were like, so you don't know what this email is. They're like, no. And they're like, is it associated with the school? They're like, no. I, I hate it. So. So now. I hate it. Chandler's father, father Bart, got suspicious because he's like, okay, I'm not seeing any progress here. And again, knowing that parents can't really, um, they can't call like the bursar or whatever. So 
he called the college as Chandler. And he said, you know, wanted to ask about Good for him. classes and stuff. Bart called and was like, so, okay, are these classes, you know, real? Are they, are they in existence? And then the officials are like, oh, no, they're real. You're just not enrolled in any of them. So, so, so. The fuck you Bart, mean? Bart was like, oh okay, God. this is some shit. So he scheduled a meeting with the college and Chandler because he's like, I'm not doing this. So the meeting was set for Thursday, July 1st. <gasps> yeah. Oh God, my heart, I'm dying. Okay. It just so happened that um, he was working from home that day. So he, the last text he sent to Chandler was, hey, I'm ready to go when you are. So he found out that Chandler was lying, that he was a filthy fucking dickhole of a liar. And his dad was going to make a point to let's have a meeting with everybody to fucking, you know, get, let's get our let's get everything straight. Also, the SpaceX internship was complete bullshit because he just kept bleh, just to make sure his parents were like, oh, that's great. That's wonderful. Because we have our older son who has a fiance and is highly established. Are, he didn't want to be the degenerate son, I suppose, but it's like, okay. Oh, because um, killing your parents really stops right? you from being the degenerate I, prick of the family. I, psh, I mean, come on. So Chandler was found guilty because, again, he didn't actually take a plea deal or anything like that, which is kind of surprising. But, again, he claimed, you know, <laughs> I, I don't know. Meanwhile, they're like, you were fucking here on Snapchat. We have somebody who has you here in this vacant area where we found your dad's body. There's fucking bone fragments in the fucking like what 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 are what do we do here? And he's like, so he was found guilty and he got life with no parole. Oh no! Now I'm so sad. Couple of things because April 2023 there were <laughs> there was an update to this because some of the charges had to be vacated. For instance, the charges were hiding it's, and mutilating the bodies. But he did that. But due to a state statute, quote, someone cannot be convicted of hiding a corpse when evidence is not strong enough to hold up conviction for mutilating a corpse. But he killed them. Right. And then they oh, were no. dismissed. So it what did he say? It didn't stop the sentence. He's still life with no parole. Oh, um, okay. But it's just that they couldn't. That part of his um that part of the the guilty verdict couldn't come up i guess it makes sense because they couldn't really i guess it wasn't strong the evidence wasn't strong enough to show that he actually he was the one who mutilated the corpse and then therefore they can't say he hid it because but it's still i don't know it's just a just red tape bullshit but it doesn't matter he killed them so <laughs> he killed them and they're saying that they can't prove that he dismembered and hid the bodies, yes. even though now magically the dead bodies are in pieces in right. the woods and they have a snappy chat saying, hey, so and so was in the woods where this mangled body was found the, and we can't put the pieces together. Government. Hello. The problem Am I the, lost? The problem with the Snapchat is that they just were able to get his location. They weren't able to see like what he was doing. 
Because again, like it's kind of like when would the old so just magically they think he was there where his mother's body was dumped, right? And like the, there is definitely a connection. How do they not make that? Th- well, they didn't say that the, it wasn't. They didn't think that he didn't kill her. It's just that for his dad, they just were like, "You can't. We can't prove you were the one who mutilated. Okay, and hid the body." Although, I apologize. I understand but, now. But although again, that kind of makes sense where he was in that rural area. So you're like, and there's yeah. bone fragments in the house and there's blood all over the place. You can't prove that it's, again, does it's na- neither here nor there because he still is convicted of life with no parole. Upon his sentencing, Chandler stated, and this is, this was just, oh my God. If there are any lawyers listening and take on my appeal, take a moment to reach out to me. It's not that I do not have feelings. It's that I was told not to show them during the scrutiny of the case. My lawyer told me not to have feelings. My lawyer told me don't react and don't have emotions. And it's like, I I get that that's sometimes like defense lawyers sometimes do that as like a strategy. Like don't, don't react. And again, obviously they didn't make him take the stand because that would be fucking stupid because you don't do that. Um, well, if all he's going to say is, I don't know, and perjure himself, there's no Right, reports. exactly. So, But I think that yeah. the whole thing was, and I think one of the things that the jury said, I don't know because I didn't, like, read more into, like, the jury verdict and what they thought. Yeah, absolutely. But I'm assuming they probably were like, well, based on he wasn't the one who had to, who was concerned enough to file the missing persons he kind of seemed like, oh, does anybody have a ring footage? And he didn't seem like he was you know, upset at all during the trial. They were like, yeah, he clearly, there's something not right. And he's like, well, it's not that I don't have feelings. I just was told not to use them. Okay. Like these are your parents that like took care yeah, of you. Yeah, I'm sorry. If and that happened to me and my lawyer was like, yeah, don't react. I don't think I'd be, I mean, I'm the type of person who the second somebody raises their voice, like the waterworks start, like I can't control it. I know. Like the second I'm overwhelmed, I just start crying. Yep. Whether I'm mad, I'm sad, I'm happy. The second the overwhelm hits, my eyes just water. And especially if it's your parents, right? They, you're Mm -hmm. on, you're, wouldn't it make more sense to be emotional to show that you are emotional so that you wouldn't want people to assume that you you murdered them? Have no heart. Right. Yeah. So his, I just thought that his last thing was like, hey, if anybody wants to help me with the appeal, like, okay, go fuck yourself, first of all. And second of all, like, what do you mean you couldn't suck show emotions? Like, it just. Suck a dick. Go suck a dick in prison. It, Bye. It Enjoy that. I, like I that. just thought this case was really interesting because of the fact that it was Snapchat that they, that got him to that location. That because he was never going to say where amazing. the bodies were located. Of course not. So. I'm so glad that they found, like, I'm not glad about how it happened, but I'm glad that they were able to find the mom and, like, probably put her to rest properly. It just sucks because now the brother is, like, again, lost his parents, plus his brother's a piece of shit. So, like, how do you, you know, like, yeah. yeah. So it's, I just feel bad, but. I don't, I don't like him. Sorry. (laughs) Like, not even a little bit don't like him. No. It's okay. It's, I mean, it's not your fault, but we don't like him. It's just such a weird thing that it's like, okay, I lied to my parents. Um, my dad's finding out about it, and he's going to be really mad at me. So what do you do? And you're like, my thought is to kill them. What? 
I never had that thought as a teenager. Like, no. all the stupid things, even in my, like, all the dumb shit I did. And you know teenagers do dumb shit. Like, if you're a parent and you have teenagers, they're gonna do dumb shit. Like, they just are. It's yeah. just, that's the whole point of being a teenager it's- is to do dumb shit. Don't understand why other people have that thought of like, oh, I'll kill my parents and then everything will go away and everything will be fine. Like somebody's gonna miss those people. It's, <laughs> like, it's just, it's not just you. It's just you have a bizarre. brother, and it's bizarre to think yeah. that that's the thought process because again, you li- like there's been people who lied about shit all the time, and it's like, oh, the thought process is I'm going to kill my parents because. Therefore, I can cover that up. And it's like, yeah, but how do you cover up the fact that they're not here? And how many more times do you lie to somebody about, oh, yeah, the clouds are in the way. That's why you can't get a hold of them. Like, how many more times do you say that? <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I mean, you can chalk it up a little bit to a head injury. I don't think but so. Not his, not this. Like, it. Yeah. A concussion doesn't yeah, make you I, want to murder people. Like, I, I don't, I mean. It doesn't do that. No, it does something different to it your brain. It doesn't do so that. It's, it's yeah. not, you can't even, I, I'm assuming that that's what the defense went with. Again, I don't even want to deal with what they, what they tried to get him out of. It was more of a matter of, like, this kid's a fucking dipshit. And, like, his girlfriend, who was like, you're cheating like on me because he's done it before. She's tracked him on an app, and that's how they, they, they found out that he was involved now imagine if they if he had never cheated on her like if he was actually a good human like do you think she would have been like oh no not my baby not my man see i don't even know like i don't even know what they said to her i'm assuming they probably were like hey can we check your phone because we just want to you know and she was like yeah sure whatever whatever helps to find his parents like they she probably didn't even think that it was him because yeah absolutely what did we learn from today's episode (laughs) Always have a positive mindset. Always be nice. Don't kill your parents. Don't try to dismember a body. It's not going to work out. <laughs> what else have we learned? It's not going to work out. <laughs> it's not. Like, don't fucking do it. Unless you've had anatomy and or you are a butcher. Don't try and dismember a body. You know what? Take that out. Just don't dismember bodies. Don't kill people. Don't be a dick. Just be a nice person. Keep your hands in your pockets. Stay off of people's land if it's not yours. Like, yeah. I'm going to put that on a shirt. Keep your hands in your pockets because I feel like I need I that think shirt he, I think that would be good. That would be a good right? one. I like it. Uh, anything else you'd like to add, I my think, good friend Jen? I think we're good. I think that's, you know, unfortunately that social media will probably come back to it because it's terrible. We're definitely going to have social media 2.0. We'll do another one. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah. Okay, friends, thanks for hanging out um, and listening today. Make sure you follow us on our social media, Facebook, Instagram, at Death Before Booze Podcast. Um, Make sure you rate, review, and subscribe. Tell your friends. And then visit our website. You can find our Patreon and our merch there. And finally, if you have any scary stories you want us to tell on the air, we're still waiting for some of those. I know... We're going to get that going at some point. So you'll get to hear our beautiful voices more than once a week. Jen, did I get it all? Yep, we're good. (laughs) Awesome. Thanks, guys. Talk soon. Thank you.